0: You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are listening to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Moser of Bleacher Report. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Moser. And as always, I'm joined by Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBTB. And coming up on today's show, Landon and I preview the Cowboys' matchup against the Chargers on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we're going to talk about the Chargers' offense with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Tyrell Williams, and all their pieces, along with Joey Bosa, and Melvin
1: Ingram on defense. But before we do that, Landon, how are you doing today, sir? Well, I'm uh, I'm just, I'm kind of recovering from obviously the last two weeks of terribleness and trying to figure out where we go from here. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Now, before we get into some of
0: our, um, you know, notes that we took on the Chargers offense, I've got a very important Thanksgiving question for you. Oh boy. we having this debate on, I'm having this debate on Twitter all day. What is the best part of Thanksgiving meal? Is it the turkey? Is it the mashed potatoes?
1: What do you say? Well, anybody who says that it's the turkey is a liar. Um I mean like like it, it, first of all turkey That's I a mean hot it's take. it's true like turkey is basically the most bland uh meat possible so like the whole point is just to try to Suss it up as much as you can, you know, to try to dress it up as much as you can. I mean, think of it like a team, like you know how innovations happen in football, right? It's the same thing with cooking, Marcus. You know, you don't have all, you don't have good ingredients. You know, you maybe may, no, this it's not. It's a good listen. Well, if, if you don't have good ingredients, you can't recruit the the best guys. You, you know, you, you've got the, the weaker flavored birds. Then you got to get innovative. You got to come up with new ways to to make it to make it get where you want to go. Whether that's you know, creating the spread offense because you don't have offensive linemen who can compete with Alabama's defensive linemen, or stuffing the bird with bacon and maple syrup and you know onions and however oh, you know rubbing yeah. it with things to try to give it some kind of semblance of flavor, it, you know it's 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 innovation to try to you know make do with what you've got it is is basically what it is with the with the turkey and with a, an inferior roster. You still didn't tell me the best food. You you just went on about it's how not much just you not hate turkey. turkey. Uh, no, no, I actually like turkey. I'm just saying it's it's sec- it's secondary in my <laughs> mind. It's really just for show. I, to me, stuffing. Uh, I like. I love. If if you've got a okay. really good stuffing recipe, and if otherwise, if it's bad, then it's bad. But but if it's, if it's really good stuffing, stuffing is is pretty hard for me to beat.
0: That was the hottest take you've ever had on I, this uh, podcast. So, why, why don't you bring that fire the rest of the time on the show? That would be I mean, that's I, incredible. I
1: don't, I don't think it's that hot. I think it's just <laughs> accurate, accurate and delivered passionately.
0: Okay, <laughs> let's talk about football because that was bad. Um, let's talk about. Philip Rivers and the Los Angeles Chargers offense. I'm going to say San Diego probably about 15 times on this show, so I apologize in advance. That's just terrible because, um, but I was Los watching Los Char- Los Angeles deserves ahead.
1: this team, and 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 we we get really upset and <laughs> clearly are huge fans of our team, the Chargers. So uh, please don't insult them like uh, this. It's the Los Angeles Chargers. All 10,000 of their fans. There's not that many. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, When I was watching this Chargers offense, they have a lot of talent all over the place from uh, Phillip Rivers as their signal caller with Melvin Gordon as a running back. I love their wide receiver unit with Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams, Mike Williams, and Travis Benjamin. Those are four guys that can absolutely play. Um, Let's go ahead and just talk about this offense uh, overall. Uh, Are you a little bit nervous about this offense, especially with the Cowboys not having Sean Lee on Thanksgiving Day?
1: I mean, I, I kind of... This is the kind of offense that I honestly uh might be nervous even with Sean Leon. Uh just, just be I mean just I yeah, mean, just because they're the expectations are kind of low. They're not that great as a group normally and a lot of it has to do with the fact that and you and I talked about this before the sh- the show. A lot of their good their really great pieces are players who tend to be hurt a lot or or if not like detrimentally hurt they're the kind of players that they get nicked up, and they aren't the same player when they get nicked up. Um, and and, and Keenan Allen is, yeah. I mean, like who, who I'm thinking of? And Travis Benjamin, to a certain degree. I, I was really kind of surprised to a little bit when they went out and got him. But I mean, I think ultimately, what kind of conversely scares me though is that I, I know that this team has struggled with Philip Rivers in the past um and i think that philip rivers with with tall receivers has you know specifically given the cowboys problems so i think that um you know in that sense him with uh you know benjamin and hunter henry and 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 allen as a group kind of doesn't make me feel great uh but then i look at their offensive line situation um and i feel a little bit better about you know their opportunities to kind of maybe take advantage of of a uh, smaller defensive back group than you know, what they line up across the the field.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that offensive line for a second because they've had a bunch of injury on that line. Uh, their second round pick, Forrest Lamp, was hurt, I believe, in the preseason yeah, or in training re- camp. I don't early. remember now, but yeah. Th- their best offensive lineman might be Russell Okung, who has kind of been on a bunch of different teams in the last couple of years. Uh, I don't love him at left tackle. Dan Feeney, their rookie from Indiana, is playing uh, left guard. Uh, and the other three, I know i I've heard of Schofield before. I know he's played, uh, I think was with the Lions before, or maybe the Broncos. But the other two guys, Wiggins and Poley, I have never heard of before. So uh, I think this is an offensive line that the Cowboys can beat and they should beat. Um but expect the Chargers to try to get rid of that ball very quickly to cover up their offensive line, and they've been doing that all year. But what do you think about this Chargers offensive line in well, general?
1: Well, I, I, I mean, I think he sussed it out pretty pretty good. I, I personally would say that I prefer Feeney maybe if you're going to pick the best one, just because yeah, I think you got a younger player who's probably on on the rise. Um, and and I do think that if you know you add Forrest Lamp in there, then in and you know maybe you've got a little bit something at least on one side of their offensive line. Um, but yeah, I mean, Okung is still, he's a good player, but not great anymore. Um, and I, I agree. I think that ultimately the problem for them going in this game is that their offensive line, you know, just position wise, like where they line up doesn't line up very well against our defensive line where, where we have strength on our left side and they are weak on their right side. Um, that that could be problematic for them. So I agree. I do think that they're going to look to a more short passing game. Um, but I I kind of think that that may play more into a, the Cowboys' hands, um, or at least mitigate some of the fears that you know that I, you would have with some of these bigger receivers getting down the field. I I, I mean I think mm-hmm. that ultimately the Cowboys don't mind um, short passing. Uh, you know, they kind of plays into what they want to do anyways defensively. Um, but, I mean, the, the the flip side of that is that the Cowboys have got to score points. So I, I think that slowing down Phillip Rivers and making him march the length of the field is all well and good if you're scoring points and you're having to make him play catch-up, but if you're not scoring points, then you also got to find a way to make stops. So, you know, making stops against a team that's, you know, a, a bigger team that's got a short passing game that's going, that might be more difficult just because you're having – you know, then it becomes a little bit more a difficult, you know, difficult situation on third and five because you got a guy who Benjamin who can probably body any any corner that he goes out, out there against. So you got to be aware of that and, and figure out a way to kind of mitigate some of that because Philip Rivers is one of those quarterbacks who, when healthy, you know he can pick a team apart.
0: Yeah, and I think he's a rhythm quarterback yeah. too at this stage where if he can complete a couple passes to start the game, he's going to be tough to stop for the, the entire game. So the Cowboys can't let Phillip Rivers get into a rhythm. But we're going to talk a little bit more about the receivers in a second, but let's pause so I can tell you guys about my bookie. My bookie has been in the business for years, and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat you're making money for doing absolutely nothing. And they have the fastest payouts, seriously just two business days. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me. And that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit with an up to 100% bonus. All you have to do is use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, I want to talk a little bit more about those receivers before we move on to the defense. And I know you want to t- touch on Hunter Henry. So uh, really quickly, Keenan Allen might be the best route runner in all of football. He, he's not a guy that has a ton of speed. Um, I think even coming out of Cal, I think he ran like in the 4.7s. Uh, he's a bigger guy at 6'3" they'll use him in a slot they'll use him outside they'll motion him all over the field uh, i expect Orlando Scandrick to get a heavy dose of Keenan Allen and how well the Cowboys cover Keenan Allen in this game will probably determine how well they uh, you know how well they play on defense he's he's Rivers number 1 target uh, last week i think he had 180 yards and three touchdowns and he was phenomenal in that game so If the Cowboys can somewhat limit Keenan Allen, I expect them to to be okay on defense. Tell me your thoughts quickly on Hunter Henry. Well,
1: I think he may get uh, a lot of targets, Um, and and I think that as long as he's not uh, you know averaging a ton on those targets, I think the Cowboys will be okay. I mean, the key with this is really they need to make sure that they tackle well, and you know, despite despite Hmm. what. you know, despite what happened last Sunday, overall I would say, you know, especially when the when the game was still indecisive, the their tackling wasn't terrible. The tackling hasn't. Hitchens, ta- yeah, Hitchens I mean, I well. Think it, the tackling hasn't been bad. Like that's that was kind of what we've seen when this when this defense really has had spouts of of, of you know long runs of of bad play. It's usually been tied to tackling. I that's why I don't think it. You know, you can blame as much of what happened with Philadelphia on on ta- on the defenses because it felt like they were playing really well for long periods of time, and it's just that eventually the dam broke and the, the offense couldn't keep it in their the, of the deal and the defense could only do so much against a really good offense. And and here's here's a similar situation where I, what you're asking the defense to do isn't. Terribly difficult. This isn't the Philadelphia Eagles offense, but if if you allow them to continue to go up and down the field, uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, some guys. The, if the more you, uh, you know, the more you allow them to kind of. Pick him, you know, pick him, go underneath. You know, allow them the underneath stuff. The more likely they are to eventually screw up and, and give you the ball, or or just you know make a boneheaded play and miss a, a wide open receiver on third down. That's not Philip Rivers, and this offense isn't the Philadelphia Eagles. But but if you allow Philip Rivers to get going with these receivers, he'll keep going. Like so, you can't mm-hmm. allow him to. Uh, as much as the Cowboys may just want to just allow that to be their defense, you can't just allow him to continue to pick at you all game long underneath because he will go up and down the field and score and especially like I said with the Cowboys kind of compromised on the offensive side of the ball that's not necessarily winning football for for the defense
0: right and it's going to be a difficult game plan for the Cowboys because they are so used to not giving up big plays and allowing teams to kind of go underneath and at the same time the Chargers haven't been a great red zone team this year, and they've had some awful kicking situations. So I'm curious to see how they're going to play it. If they're going to try to blitz River some more, if they're going to try to play everybody closer to the line, it's going to be fascinating to watch. Let's go ahead and flip to the defensive side of the ball, and you have to start with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. I think probably the best duo of pass rushers in the league right now. I mean, those guys are phenomenal. Um, I have saw so far in Bosa's career, he's played 21 games, I think, and he has 21 sacks. Um, he's likely going to be lining up a lot uh, on the right side, going against—or, excuse me, on Tyron Smith's side, you'll probably have Melvin Ingram uh, going against Lyle Collins. They're not afraid to move those guys and mix and match them and play them on the same side at times, so that's where their defense starts. Why don't you go ahead and talk about Bosa and Ingram and what they can do and what maybe their weaknesses are that the Cowboys can try to expose a little bit in this matchup.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm certainly going to need to eat a little bit of crow first before I start talking about Joey Bosa because, uh, I mean, I definitely was – when this whole process went down, I definitely was not – and it's not that I didn't think he would be a good player. I just didn't think he would be a great player, and that and that's where I was wrong because, I mean, he he is a great player, and, and um, mm-hmm. he's – you know he he did he translated all that stuff that he had in college to the pros pretty seamlessly i mean he's he came into the league with with a you know with an already developed skill set to a certain degree um, you know the the to me like it it i guess i didn't see as an explosive player as i guess he ended up being which is just you know amazing cuz i mean that's all the other stuff that he had on him made him a first-round player. I just didn't necessarily see an explosive player, but he clearly is. And so, when you add that to a guy that's got all the other tools you need to be a pass rusher, he's one of the best in the league already. Um, and he's you know powerful. He's quick. He's like I said, he he knows how to he knows how to set. He has a plan. You know, he <clears throat> he comes out of his stance and he knows how to use his hands well. Um, he knows how to set set his tackles up to you know sequence moves together. You know, and, and and he knows how to win a, a couple of different ways, which is how you have success as a pass rusher in the NFL.
0: Right. Now let's talk about their linebackers a little bit because I think that's a spot that the Cowboys can take advantage of. Uh, they've got Denzel Perryman, who I I think he's okay. Uh, I don't know why they're not playing Jatavis Jartav- Brown. I think he's a much better linebacker than some of the other guys they're playing. Um, they they have Corey Toomer, who is a former Cowboy player. Um, Hayes Pillard has played a little bit for them. So how can the Cowboys take advantage of these linebackers? What what can they do to put them in tough spots where they can expose them well, a Everything
1: bit? about this defense to me and every everything about the defense and everything about the offense as currently constructed uh, points to this being a running game. I mean, because, because the, mm. the, the Chargers have really struggled as a team to stop the run. Um, <clears throat> you know, they're, th- I, they're 31st in yards per attempt on defense. And, and I think if you look at the way that they're constructed, you know, all their talent is on the outside. All their talent is is, you know, with Hayward and 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 uh what's the other guy outside? Williams. And um and and, and, right. and you know, they've got two solid, not great but solid safeties uh in the back end. And then you know And Desmond yeah, King and Desmond, Desmond King, King is their, their slot, slot corner, player. which is he's born to play, so he comes in as you know so they've got good defensive back and, and good defensive backs. And and now suddenly you add in probably I mean I what? I mean, is anyone going to argue the best pair of pass rushers on the outside in the NFL? I I can't think of so, uh, a better pair, except for David Irving. Yeah, Demarcus but they're Sparks. not on the, both on the outside, so I guess it's – I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I would say, yeah, probably the best pass. So, I mean, you 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 add that all together and combined with the fact that you know, the Cowboys passing game, which has been basically anemic now, maybe that changes – the construction of that changes now that if Tyron Smith makes it back this week, which it looks like hopefully he will – Um But if you know, I don't even know that that's necessarily immediate because the residual effects of all the shell shock that Dak probably has for the last two games, you know, is is, might take him a second to get it through them. Either way, I tend to think that the the Cowboys clearly have a path of success to run the ball against these guys because they, you know, the one thing that they did seem to do on Sunday is kind of figure out their run game a little bit, Um, and and they had success running against the best run defense in football without Zeke Elliott. And I think in the sea of everything else that was terrible, that got lost to a certain degree. Um, And I think that – I mean, there is some, you know, caveats to it. I mean, I think that the the Eagles, at a certain point, were allowing a certain amount of running, but I still think that the Cowboys were were able to move the ball on one of the best uh, defenses in the NFL, rushing wise. So why wouldn't they try to attack one of the worst defenses in the NFL, rushing wise? Uh, especially when the passing situation looks potentially even more bleak than it did uh, against Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, so I think this is going to have to be a lot of an inside zone type of game for Alfred Morris. I I just think they're going to have to find ways to take advantage of some of those smaller linebackers that they have. I mean, it's going to be tough for the Cowboys. I mean, even with Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins playing, I mean... I, I just don't see this as being a game that Prescott's ever going to feel comfortable in the pocket. So they're going to have to establish the run. Uh, really quickly, before we get to our predictions, because that's the, the most fun part of the show, uh, let's pause so I can tell you guys about Pro Football Focus, and the, you guys can win a subscription to Pro Football Focus. All you have to do is... Is Go to iTunes, leave a 5-star review for our show and your Twitter handle, and you'll be eligible to win a free Pro Football Focus Ed subscription. You will have access to NFL player grades, snap counts, positional ranks, fantasy projections, rankings, tools, and charts, NFL draft coverage with PFF profiles and stats, PFF fantasy, DFS, and NFL draft articles, as long as well as team and player pages featuring PFF stats. Again, all you have to do is leave a review and your Twitter handle, and you'll be eligible to win a free Pro Football Focus Ed subscription. All right, Landon, we have just a few minutes left in the show. Let's go ahead and make our predictions. I will allow you to go first. Oh, thank you. What do you expect to happen? In, yeah, yeah. What do you expect to happen in this game? And go ahead and make your prediction.
1: I, I mean, I think. You were right last week. You finally, I, I think, got one right. <laughs> uh, I, I I think it's going to be tough. I mean, I I again, this whole process is is silly and and obnoxious, but uh, if if your mate, uh, well, no, it, it's it, not. It, it's
0: awesome. It, it's it's incredibly no, useful. It's no, it's not. I'm going to put it my Twitter yeah, bio account
1: because that's really
0: cool. nine and one um, whatever.
1: It <laughs> I I think it's going to be tough. I I think um, I think the Cowboys win just because I think that they absolutely will come out feeling that they absolutely have to win um you know i mean i I think that the 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 chargers aren't out of it by any stretch of the imagination but they're definitely in a little bit worse state than the cowboys might be um uh, at four and six and i think that you know playing on a short week um it it, it's it could be tough for some teams especially for teams that aren't used to it um so I, you know, I I think that the Cowboys will win, but you know, I think that it's it's kind of an interesting match because it's a team that these two teams that don't play each other very often, so that's always unusual. Um, and then you know, there's some weird, it's it's a weird mismatch stuff where you just wonder, okay, whose strength is stronger here? Uh, and so I, I just, it's hard to kind of predict at this point. Um, but I, I kind of tend to believe in a run game at home, especially against a team that still is kind of a little more in it um, and, and has lost two straight. I, I just kind of think the Cowboys find a way to pull this one out, but I, I think it's going to be a close game. I mean, I can't imagine that it won't be – I can't imagine it will be more than three points. All right, give me give me your score because we need it. Um, I'm going to go 21-17, uh, 21 21 yeah 17 so i said so i said three points but i gave you four <laughs> all right so here's the f- a couple things
0: uh first of all typically on these thursday games what we're seeing is that these home teams uh typically come out a lot uh hotter and in the second half they start to pull away i mean there's been so many games this season uh where the game is close at halftime and by the second half it's a blowout um I don't expect that to happen here for a few different reasons. In Jason Garrett's seven games as the head coach of the cowboys on thanksgiving he has not had this team ready to come out and play they've actually come out flat in almost every single one of those games they have just 60 points at the first half of those ga- games combined uh, they just start off slow I, I i don't know what it is with their training or i don't come know on. what it is with the practice <laughs> schedule or what it is. well no I, I they just start out slow so i won't be shocked to see that happen Again, this week, and I'm a little bit worried that if they start out slow once again and they're down, you know, 14 to 3 at halftime, things are just going to snowball. Um, I do think the Cowboys have a good chance to win this game because the Chargers are playing on a short week as well, they're having to travel. Uh, I don't think they are significantly better of a team. <sighs> I just think that Ezekiel Elliott loss hurts way more than what people want to realize because of the edge that he gives this entire team. So I'm going to go ahead and predict that the Chargers win 30-17. to 17. It's not really a blowout, but maybe it looks a little bit worse than it is. So Chargers 30-17. to 17. Right, Are you surprised by that prediction no, at
1: all? I'm not surprised that you made okay. that prediction. No. Uh, I just, I just wonder what in Jason Garrett's speech made the Cowboys lose by 13 points this week, Garrett. I mean, just what, 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 what was he lacking in in his in his coaching style? That I, I just, I just think it's funny that we are finding ways to blame this on Jason Garrett now. That. I-
0: I would probably say he didn't clap enough. That's that's my instinct is that he just didn't clap enough in his
1: pregame. Yeah, speech. I mean, you and labardi seriously need need to get get your own separate <laughs> podcast. So.
0: I'm get, I'm getting them on this podcast this this uh, off season. You just I, I will. It's going I won't to be, be here. So <laughs>
1: well, uh, tell tell me how it turns out. <laughs>
0: That's it for today's show. This edition of Locked on Cowboys podcast was brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Get into all the action with MyBookie with a magic deposit with an up to 100% bonus. Just use the promo code Locked On to activate that offer. Uh, We will be back probably sometime this week. I might do a solo show on Friday depending on how the game goes and how my Black Friday shopping goes. But enjoy the game. Enjoy Thanksgiving with your families. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys right back here next time.